When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another podcast episode. I'm excited that you're here. Uh, thanks for sticking around. If you're watching these on YouTube, leave us a good comment, leave us some likes, hit the notification bell so you get access to this stuff when we when we let it loose on the internet. And uh, you know, if you're listening to the podcast anywhere else, you have a podcast catcher. Uh, give us some good stuff. We do appreciate that. So uh, today we're going to talk about the best places for civil engineers in 2022. Uh, it's going to be an exciting topic. Uh, this is typically a report that's produced by the ASCE. They do this every year. And so it's fun to talk about the places that are best for civil engineers as it relates to, you know, a cost of living, uh, how much money that you make there and, and some other factors. So Today, I bring my brother Mark on, and we'll talk about that. But uh, if you guys need help getting to the professional engineering status, definitely go check us out at civilengineeringacademy.com. We have a complete FE review course. We have a complete PE review course there as well. And if you just need practice exams, go check us out. Uh, we even have a, a computer-based simulator for the FE as well. We're working on one for the PE. It's all good stuff. So check us out at civilengineeringacademy.com, uh, where we're going to help you out. So with that, let's bring my brother Mark on. Mark, how's it going? Hey, good. It's good to be with you again, as always. Uh, you keep dragging me on these things, Isaac. So your continual guest. I is part I of like the show. It. I like it. I must not be uh, screwing things up too bad for you. Looks like you got a little sun today. What's going on? Yeah, so I I went out to our nephew's uh, rugby game today, and uh, it was it was a sunny day. Got a little sun. You can yeah. see that. Got a little red there. It's huh? like seventy-five ish <laughs> degrees. Yeah, it's it was nice good... out there. Yeah, but for March and you know Salt Lake City, that's those are nice temps. Oh yeah, so I had to get outside. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Well, um, this is going to be a good one. So we we like to jump on and talk about these the best places for civil engineers in twenty twenty two. Why don't we discuss a little bit? Uh, before we jump into this, you know, the ASCE, you know, writes these reports for civil engineers. What, how in the world did they determine what the best place is for a civil engineer to, to work at? Yeah, so they take the major metropolitan areas uh, pretty much across, you know, the whole country. And they assign uh, certain indexes, right? <clears throat> To several categories. The first is a salary survey index. And we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, but the next one they they call a civil engineering job index. And then they have a cost of living index, which they uh, come up with. And then they do a, an overall score. And so what they do is for each metropolitan area, they take the salary survey index they add the civil engineering job index to that. <clears throat> then they subtract the cost of living index from that number. 
and then it comes up with an overall composite score. And then they, you know, they just rank them from highest to lowest uh, using that criteria. And so um, for salaries, ASC turns to their annual member salary survey. So every, mm. every third quarter, and Isaac, you and I have talked about this on other mm-hmm. podcasts before. It's something that we like to focus on. They, they take their little uh, salary survey and they find out um, who has uh, what, you know, kind of salaries and, and rank all of those things as we've, we've talked uh, before and they split everything out by, you know, um, civil engineering discipline and, and, um, and, and, you know, your, your level. So your seniority and whatever position that you've got, they, they classify all those things um, in that report. And then they assign uh, an index score of 100 to the average civil engineering salary from the U.S. Census Bureau, right? So that mm. that average U.S. salary for civil engineers from the U.S. Census Bureau is the benchmark, right? That's index number 100. And so everything compares to that. Gotcha. Does that make sense? So why don't we break down each one of these <clears throat> little categories or at least talk about them a little bit. So the first one you talked about was the uh, salary index, I believe. So uh, that's just what you were mentioning. Yes. And so. then we go into the civil engineering job index. And so for that, ASCE leans on a consultant that's called Madgex Inc. And they're, they're out of Hoboken, New Jersey. And they analyze the the number of civil engineering jobs that are available in a year's period. And for this report, it's between June 14th of 2020 through June 14th of 21. And um, a larger number of open civil engineering positions in a certain area obviously earns a higher score. Um, uh, yeah. And so they, they, they index it off, off of this, uh, this mad, mad Gex Inc. report. Okay, so for the first two categories, then a higher score is better. So for salary survey index, a higher score is better. It yes. means that we're we're getting more money in that city. Yes, a and higher... so the index for the civil engineering job index is just the average across uh, the country, right? However many civil engineering jobs are available, divided by the number of metropolitan areas that they're surveying, and that gives them their index of one hundred, right? And then everything is compared to that. Okay. Gotcha. So then, so we've got the salary survey index. We've got the civil engineering job index. And then we jump to the cost of living index. And that's the one that takes a negative. Um, you subtract that number from, from the others. Obviously, it's a, it's a negative thing to have a higher cost of living in a certain area. Um, and, and that so one accounts for a lot of things. I mean, it's housing, groceries, all that yeah. good stuff. So uh, the index for the cost of living uh, is calculated um, you know, by using data from the uh, Council for Community and Economic Research, which sometimes is known as C2ER, right? Um, based in Arlington, Virginia, you know? Um, and they examine data coming out of the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, right? So again, they well, everything's they, going up. Yeah, they average all the costs um, 
through the country and I'm sure they, they look at the big cost items, you know, like your groceries, your housing, your healthcare, your transportation, utilities, those kind of things. Add them up for every metropolitan area, divide it by the number of metropolitan areas, and then bam, you get your index, and then you have something to compare things to. So Awesome. Yeah. So that's, well, that's the details on that. There's a lot of information to get to the scores, but in, you know, at the end of the day, we probably care about what the overall score is. So let's talk about where the top 10 places are. Uh, based on the ASC report, and it sounds like number one ends up being Los Angeles. So I guess a couple questions come to mind on that one, but why do you think Los Angeles ranks uh, the well, highest? Yeah, as you look at their their little matrix here on all their scoring, Los Angeles scored number one. Its salary um, survey index was 109.6, so it wasn't the highest. Um, the reason they scored so high is their civil engineering job index was over 300, 300.9. So there's just a ton of jobs available in that Los Angeles metro area. Um, and then, of course, the cost of living index was a little bit higher than, in fact, it was higher than everything except for, uh, I believe, well, it was higher um than everything except for Washington, D.C. and New York City. But because that civil engineering job index was so high at 300, when you subtract the cost of living index at 128.1, Los Angeles had a composite score at 282.3, right? So, you, Do you think that has anything to do with people getting out of California these days? Well, yeah. I mean, I've heard a openings. lot of those. Yeah, reports that uh, there's a lot of people leaving California because, uh, you know, there's been a lot of uh, issues with COVID and the, the shutdowns that have happened and the impact to businesses. And some yeah. people are getting tired of those things happening and they're leaving. But that that's that's a good point to uh, bring up, Isaac. That may be what's generating some of the availability that, you know, on these jobs is people have left and they're trying to get other people to fill those positions, you know? So yeah, that's a good thought. Yep. That's, I don't know. That's what I see when I saw how high that index was that, you know, all those reports about people leaving, it makes me wonder if that's contributing to that number. I'm sure it is in some way, but I don't know if it's that much, but um, it's probably something. That's a good thought. So number two comes in with Denver. Denver. And so the salary index on Denver was 96.5. The the engineering, uh, civil engineering job index was 205. Cost of living was pretty, pretty decent at 97.6. And then, uh, so their composite score was 203.9, putting them in second place. So um, again, their job index really bumped them up. Um, apparently there's a lot of jobs available in Denver right now. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and agree with that. I personally work with people in their offices in Denver. There's a lot of opportunities definitely, uh, growing or that are in the Denver area. Another one that I hear a lot of is actually the Texas area, which actually leads us to number three, which is Houston. So why don't you yeah. give us a rundown of those numbers? Yeah, Houston had a pretty, they had a really good salary index. In fact, they were, 
they were the highest on the list at 139.2. So apparently the wages are very high in, in Houston, which is good. Civil engineering job index, they came in at 137.7. So there's some jobs available there, obviously not as many as Los Angeles or Denver. And then the cost of living index was spectacular. It was the lowest on the, on the chart here at 81.1. Um, mm. So they, they came in at 195.9 for their overall score. So Houston, I mean, they're, they're up there, man. They've got Houston, to, we don't have a problem. No, we don't. Especially looking at the cost of living index. It's it's awesome, you know? Um, so uh, the difference then between the number one spot and the number two spot is almost 80 points. The difference between the number two and number three spot is only eight it, points. Yeah, barely eight points. That's, that's wild. So, yeah, again... Los Angeles, it's really that civil engineering job index that really, you know, put them over the top and, and by quite a bit of, you know, big margin there, Isaac. So and if I, you're ready to go to California, there's a job available for you. Yeah, there's there's some big voids in California right now. Hmm. And then, uh, should we go on to the next one? Chicago. Yeah, Chicago's sure. number four. And their salary index came in at 114.6. Civil engineering job index was 161. Cost of living was 95.8, um, which it surprised me that that is lower than Denver, um, mm. the uh, cost of living index. That's a little surprising to me. And they got an overall score of 179.8 for fourth place. So the difference between number three and number four then is, uh, what is that? About 20? Uh, not quite 20. Yeah. Like, to, what are we? 16 there? 16 point difference there. And yeah. then the rest are just probably pretty close to each other. So yeah, the next ones are all pretty tight. So Dallas came in at fifth. Um, so salary was at 89.8. The job Which is six. Go Good ahead. for Texas, right? You've got two, uh, yeah, two cities on the list. I mean, Texas is a. I mean, they're they're a big market. They're they're a big market. Lots going on in Texas. There's a lot going on in Texas. So Dallas had that salary index at eighty nine point eight, and then uh, job index at one seventy five point four. Cost of living was decent at ninety four point one. So not as good as Houston. Obviously Houston there, is, but Houston's so hot though. <laughs> so is, hot. It gets warm there. You gotta have air conditioning. <laughs> but then and then Dallas comes in at a total score of 171.1. So nice, nice job at fifth. And then who do we got at number six, Isaac? Six, we got Atlanta. We'll probably just uh jump we could probably just jump to I don't know. Uh, people care about salaries, right? So you've got a 90 on your salary index, which is, you know, quite a bit less than Houston and Los Angeles. So you're not getting paid as much there in Atlanta. Um, this The job index is pretty high still. And then you're at 164.9 and then your cost of living is real low, 88.2. So yeah. that's, that's not oh, bad. That one's nice. 
So Atlanta's a good one with a total score of 166.7. So Atlanta's a good one to go to. Yeah. Um, after that, you hit Washington, D.C. And here, obviously, I think your cost of living is, is way higher. But uh, your salary index is pretty good at 108. It's not the highest, but it's 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 close. I mean, yeah, Washington D.C. Uh, cost of living index is comparable comparable to Los Angeles, isn't it? Yeah, I find that interesting. So if you're looking for highest salary, though, looking at that list, it's Houston that's going to pay you the most. But um, yeah, so Washington D.C. 108.1. You've got a job index of 183, which is pretty good. It means they have a lot of jobs, and then. Your cost of living is one almost one twenty nine, which is fairly high, and the total score of one sixty two point eight. Yep. Let's then, do eight, nine, and ten real quick. So, all right. So let's Phoenix. round this out. Phoenix is at number eight, so their salary index is one hundred point one. So job index was one thirty nine eight. Cost of living was low at 84.8, and their composite score was 155.1. So that gives them the eighth spot. The ninth spot was New York City. And so their salary uh, index, yeah, was at 101.8. So I don't know. I I think that's a little bit low for New York City. But their civil engineering job index, 166.4. Um, It's, I would say that's, that's average. You know, if you look at them all, it's not off the charts like Los Angeles and Denver, but it's, uh, it's kind of in the average range. And then the cost of living is the highest uh, of any municipal area there. 134.6, Isaac. Mm-hmm. It's expensive to live in New York City, but that's not surprising. Overall score for New York City was 133.6. And then last but not least, in 10th place, they got good old Detroit, Motor City. Salary survey, they came in at 119.2. Civil Engineering Job Index, 101.6. So they're about average for the country as far as number of available positions. Cost of living index was uh, relatively low at 89.4. And then their overall score is at 131.4. So I like it. That rounds us out. So I think it's important for everyone to know that these have been done like every year. And I think um, they they do sh- display a little figure that, that, that talks about the rankings over the past few years. And really those three spots, Los Angeles, Denver, and Houston – anyway those top three they just kind of switch spots you know what i mean so they bounce uh based on their charts houston's been number one for the past couple years and los angeles has been number two for the last few years and denver's number three but you know they bounce around between the top three spots it looks like this year los angeles has shaken out as number one denver two and houston three uh, last year, Los Angeles was two, Denver was three, and Houston was one. So yeah. um, I imagine those top three will probably bounce around next year, too. I yeah, guess we'll see. I bet you're right. It's just interesting to look at this stuff. I mean, <clears throat> the reason why the Civil Engineering Job Index is so high, too, in Los Angeles, it could be <laughs> – part of that could be the cost of living index is one of the highest, too, you know? <laughs> People yeah. can't afford living there in the 
salary survey index is, I mean, it's fairly average at 109. So it's just interesting to look at those those trends from year to year. But Houston, I agree. I, I'm even though they rank Houston third, I mean, in my mind, that one's that one's killing it. I mean, the salaries are high. The availability of jobs for civil engineering is, you know, higher than than the end than uh, we'll say the average at 100 at 137. And cost of living is, you know, man, 81.1. I don't know. Nice. If I if I were to offer my opinion, you know, I'd look at that and go, sheesh, you know, Houston's kind of the the sweet spot there, even though they're ranked number third. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like a bad spot, no. I, in my opinion, looking at it. So, yeah. again, it's hot in Houston, but it's, it's warm there. Yeah, yeah, you got to <laughs> deal with that heat. So, I mean, as an engineer, um, what I I guess in in your opinion, what what do you care about most? Because one of the things they talk about in this report is that um, salaries um, are tied to degrees. They display how salaries are related to, you know, whether you have a bachelor's, a master's, or even a, an MBA. They also talk about some other items in there, uh, whether you're a diplomate and whether, mm-hmm. and, and what that equates to. So as a, as an engineer, uh, it seems to me that salary is probably the most important thing. Obviously cost of living, I think is high there too, but um, as it relates to this index and stuff, do you feel like salary is probably what engineers care the most about or, well, I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think that's, yeah, that's, that's probably at the top of the list. Um, but I would also, and, and then I would say that, um, I don't know, the, the, the cost of living would be the next thing. I mean, if you're living in an area that doesn't, that's that's fairly high and you're even though you may be drawing a, a higher salary than um than some of the others if you're living in an area that's uh that's taking it all because of you know maybe you're in a higher tax uh you know structure and and uh just the basic necessities of you know groceries and healthcare and and housing and maybe your real estate market is just crazy and even though you're making a a higher salary in a certain area, uh, it's all getting taken, right. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, doesn't give you any additional disposable income. Um, so I would say, and again, this goes back to why I think Houston has the sweet spot, you know, cause they've got that high salary index, but their cost of living is low. And so, um, I would say it's kind of a combination of those, those two things, Isaac, you, you, you want the higher salary, but you want it to yield uh, some more disposable income for you so that you can, I don't know, direct that income into your activities and your things that you want to do, right? Yeah, I agree. So, so as part of the survey, they also said that becoming certified in a specialty can also provide a big salary boot, a boost to people. And mm-hmm. they talk about becoming uh, what they call a diplomate for mm-hmm. water resources and geotech. Um I don't think many engineers even know what that is. So, uh, what what uh, what is a diplomate? So, <clears throat> within ASCE, there's different. Um, I'll call them uh, sub 
organizations, sub-industry organizations within the engineering community, um, and they have a board. So, for example, uh, the geotechnical um, area of, of engineering has a professional certification board. Um, they call it the Geo Professional Board. And um, if you get a certification from that board, and again, it's a kind of a subgroup of ASCE, then you get the Diplomate designation or the Diplomate um, credential, which is a, a D.GE credential that you get to put after your name. You know, maybe it's, you know, Isaac, you could be Isaac Okuson, P.E., D.GE, you know, for your, your diplomate designation. But what that does is it just, it certifies or it, it, it assures the public and then um, your colleagues and, and everybody that you work with that you meet, um, I don't know, another, I guess, extra level of professionalism, professional qualifications. You have to apply for this designation. And you have to be approved by the board, obviously. You need to be a licensed engineer. You have to have at least a master's degree um, in your in your field. Um, and you have to have a certain number of years of experience. I think it's usually about eight years um, of professional experience. And so um, once you've amassed all of that uh all of that experience and all of that education, it's a, it's a designation you can apply for and get it. Um, and so, well, and they, they also mention what those figures are. So if you are a water resource engineer that is a diplomate, they list a median of 166K, yeah. which is a sweet salary. And yeah. uh, if you're geotech, they list that as 177K. So yeah, those are good sweet. stuff there. Yeah, so if that's you know something that uh, you want to set as a goal for yourself to achieve that credential, that's there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So sweet. Well, this has been a fun discussion. Um, hopefully, people learned uh, about the top places for civil engineers to work at. Uh, I know I definitely learned something as we went through the article and talked about it today. So, Mark, appreciate you jumping on and sharing that with us. You bet. Anytime, man. All right. See you guys in the next one. Yeah. Bye.